Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back. It's Sonia here with the Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company's podcast series. And my friends, this is episode 117. Today, we're going to chat all about clarity and confidence. And yes, it does look like I missed a week in there. However, last week, I did a complete workshop on this subject, clarity and confidence. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload all of these different, um, all four days into four different podcasts. I'm going to call it the workshop series for essentially you. I'm going to get those uploaded this week. So make sure that you like and follow to capture this amazing content. So it's not too late to get the PDF download or to access the free Facebook group. So if you are interested in that, be sure to send me a quick message. You can go to ask Sonia or send me a quick email, S-O-N-Y-A-J-A-N-I-S-S-E at gmail.com. And this is what's going to get you the PDF and the backend access to this course called Essentially You, where I talk completely about clarity and confidence. So welcome, welcome. Today, we're going to tackle those subjects in a little mini version. So, so much has happened since I've showed up live. I know I've interviewed some people and they've been on here and I threw a couple bonus episodes in here, but my routine chats, so much has happened in my life. Um, just to bring you up to speed, we moved our youngest child to New Jersey so he can start his football career. He is 16 years old and got a scholarship at a Ivy League prep school so he could play football. And how amazing is that? So we moved him there the end of August so he could start in September. Then we moved our oldest son home so he could have a bit of a new beginning because life happens to all of us. And then last week, last week, the week before, those two eras, or eras, those two times, periods of times, we discovered that my dad has aggressive cancer, um, which is hard. We are a very close family, as you can tell from these podcasts and from following any of my social media feeds. That's really, really hard. So I am sending lots of love to my family, whether directly or indirectly. We've got a lot of highs. We have a few lows. We're just like all of you. So between managing our family life and keeping everything in order, in dealing with the emotions that come with life, I'm still showing up for you today. I still presented last week the Essentially You workshop, amongst a few other things. Had some amazing conversations with some amazing people. I did an event, um, an amazing, I guess that's my word today, an amazing event called She Rises. And if you haven't heard of that, go ahead and Google it because you definitely want to be a part of this for next year. It was at a local conservation area, and I facilitated and was a vendor. And then I did a couple of other vendor shows within this couple of weeks as well. So sometimes we have to pause. Sometimes we have to catch our breaths, and sometimes we have to slow down for our sanity. And what that means is rearranging and juggling and getting our priorities in order and grounding ourselves again. Mm Mm-hmm grounding ourselves again. So we're back to the podcast episodes. And as I mentioned, I'm going to be doing today's on clarity and confidence. 
And then I'm going to be posting and uploading different segments. Actually, the full four-day workshop I'm going to be presenting for the Essentially You workshop that I did. And you're going to be able to, to hear bit by bit through your audio what this workshop is all about. Um, you're also going to hear me say this the very last time I'm doing any workshops for free. And that's because there is so much value that I give away. You'll still be able to catch them on the podcast or sign up for them. It's just going to look a little bit different with a small little investment from you. And why am I doing that? I'm sure you're wondering with so much going on for free, why would I be doing that? You know, when you invest in yourself, you are making a commitment. And that's what it boils down to. Right now, you're investing in your time by listening to this podcast. But you're probably not exclusively doing nothing else. But you're just listening to this podcast, right? So perhaps you're getting ready. You're going for a walk. You're doing your morning workout, whatever it looks like. And you're just listening to this as you go. Perfect. That's absolutely perfect. But when it comes time for the workshops and something that you want to take away besides just hearing it, you're going to want to put the work in. Otherwise, it's just one more thing you're listening and reading to. And we tend to put the work in when we've made a financial investment. So that's going to be what I'm going to try next. And settle down, my friends. Grab whatever you're doing. Take a deep breath. And we're going to chat a little bit about clarity and confidence. You ready? Deep breath in. And let's release it all. Feels amazing, doesn't it? All right, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like something in your life was off kilter? Or maybe you feel like almost every decision you've made was wrong. Hello? It wasn't that long ago that I was in this exact same place where it seemed that I was not in alignment with my values, my dreams, and my passions. However, from that day forward, I started to begin to build the foundation of a life that I wanted. One that included being with my family more, being there to support their needs and their personal growth. And you've heard this through the different series. And one that enables me to show up for those people that are looking for more support in their lives, whatever that support might be. Typically in the areas of meals, movement, mindset, and their relationship with money, but support is support. And as I began to see the progress of me being more in alignment with my life, I realized I wanted to continue to level up and that I would need to find more courage, more clarity, and more confidence in order to do so. So what I'm going to highlight today are three simple ways you can start living with more courage, clarity, and confidence starting today. And then we're going to follow up with that workshop. So I believe that when we feel discontentment, it is a blessing in disguise. It is a warning sign that the path we're on is not in alignment with who we are and why we're here. When the warning gets too loud to ignore, we naturally begin to seek clarity. And a lot of clarity comes from understanding who we are and why we're here. And what drives us is the essential to living a purposeful, fulfillment, and joyful life. For most of us, finding clarity is a lifelong journey. And I would agree with that. 
I am always on my path to clarity. Because as we grow and change, so do our values, our dreams, and our passions. We are always changing and evolving. I'm not the same person I was when I first started this podcast series, and I'm certainly not the same person I'm going to be in five years from now. And this is something that we talk about a little bit deeper in the workshop. And one of the questions I had asked people was, what would your future self like to see differently? And that is huge because in many cases, we can't fathom what our life looks like now versus where it was five years ago. I could never have imagined that I would be an international best-selling author, that I would be doing so many public speaking gigs, that I would be selling courses to my workbook that I created, or doing these podcast episodes, or have a life so fulfilling with friends and family and peace. Those things are hard to imagine when you're not in that space. But when we have clarity as to what we don't like, that is the first step towards going into what we do want. Because inspiration does not come in like a bolt, nor is it kinetic or energetic striving, but it comes to us slowly and quietly at all the time. So what I mean by at all the time, it's like all the time we're getting infused by what's working, what's not working. We're getting these little insights and these feelings. And through it, we must regularly give it a little chance to start flowing. We need to lean into clarity. We need to lean into the messages that we're getting. We prime it with a little bit of aha moments or what if questions. And I challenge you today to consider just one question during the next week or so. And this question, you're going to love it. What makes you come alive? I'm going to ask you that again. The one question I want you to ponder over the next week when you're listening to these podcasts or the next couple of weeks until you get through the Essentially You series is what makes you come alive? When I began my personal journey to find clarity, I was working in corporate Canada and I wasn't aligned with what I most valued. And that is a balanced life. That is bringing in income and being there for my family. As bad as it was, and most days were pretty bad, there were still some tasks that I really dug into. Think about the things in your life that you can't stop working on. I know what they are for me. How about you? Seriously, what are the tasks that you just can't stop working on? Personal, professional, whatever it is. The things you would continue to do even if no one was paying you. One of those things for me was helping others. And that means working on my business or creating content. I was fortunate to be in an environment where I was helping others hear better, where I was helping others live their best lives. And that was really an awakening for me because that part was still in alignment with what I was doing. However, the area where I truly shined is completely working on my business It was completely honoring people in their particular needs right now. When it comes to meals, movement, mindset, their relationship with money, that did not come from a job. That came from me having pride in the things I like to do. So what are these feelings for you? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning? Think about your work and your professional life. Now, I want you to start to begin 
to create a list of things that make you come alive. And when you've compiled that list and you're satisfied with it, start to look for connections and themes. Then pick one thing and find a small way to make it a part of your daily life. And it can be an easy thing. You could be creating content for somebody. You could be a ghostwriter for somebody. You could be doing podcasts for other people. You could be doing this for yourself. But I'm just showing you different ways of bringing in this clarity, this passion. There's plenty of times where I have to be pulled away from the computer or with the, from a client and be like, okay, that's enough. We need to end this session because we're so passionately in the moment. That tells me I'm on the right path, but I didn't start here. Remember, I started in personal training years ago, 12 years ago, helping people. And the onset to that started with me not liking the reflection in the mirror. It wasn't smiling back at me. And that is so important for me. So clarity starts with understanding what's not working for you. Now we're going to talk about what it looks like to live courageously. And I am a moderately courageous person. Yes, I've taken a few leaps of faith. Yes, I've had some amazing milestones. But... I've spent most of my life feeling stuck because I was afraid of failure, criticism, and rejection. Who isn't? Let's be honest. I'd rather be good at being average than risk being great and failing. And this is what most entrepreneurs feel. You know, they know that they have worth and value when somebody pays them that worth and value, but they're not asking for what they're worth for the most part, because they're afraid of getting nothing. And yes, I'm talking a little bit more about business owners, but take this in your personal life. When you go to accept a job, do you negotiate the rates? Do you negotiate what your true value is? Do you negotiate your time off and what it looks like? I negotiated last year to take my holidays and to use um, them every Friday as a day off. I would work Monday to Thursday. That worked for me. I'm actually going to go back to my work schedule right now and do the same thing. I'm going to clear my schedule where I am taking Fridays off because that works for me. And it might always, it might not always be Fridays. It might actually just be one day a week to take my dad to appointments or whatever that looks like or to help with my grandson and maybe do some behind the scenes work. But it is a way that I can courageously stay in alignment with my values. And my values, my values, start with blending my family into my personal life, into my professional life. For me, I have adapted to my own set of standards. And I know that's what you're searching for too, or you wouldn't be continuously listening to podcasts like this. So living courageously is finding out what those core values are. I can help you get there. Definitely reach out to me. I won't add, or I might add, I'll definitely have my link tree here. Take one of the assessments in that link tree. Those are absolutely free. So take one of the assessments in the link tree and let me know how I can best support you because I will answer that assessment for you. And then I will go ahead and set you up. I will ask you to go ahead and set up a call. Sorry about that. I will ask you to go ahead and set up a call when you go through the assessment and we will go over it together. A conversation is the best way to start. So on my journey to clarity, I wrote down 
that I wanted to create a community to help people who were struggling with health and happiness. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but it took me so many years to have the courage, actually about three years to have the courage to launch a website. Now, I have recently relaunched that website. Actually, I'm almost relaunching that website. It'll be launched this week. Hopefully, I've been working on this for a year now. And it is so true to the person I am today versus the person who started that website all of those years ago. So the easiest way to start living with more courage is to start small. By taking tiny steps towards my big dreams, I've been able to find the courage to step out a little further each time. When I started the website last year, it took me a lot of revisiting, a lot of thinking, but I have finally found what works with me. And what that means is putting aside the feelings of shame and struggles, releasing imposter syndrome, because I don't feel that way anymore. And when I start, when I start where I feel comfortable and sharing a little bit more each time, I became noticeably more courageous over and over and over again. Baby steps are important, but it really helps to make it fun. A couple of years ago, if that I was going <laughs> to, there you go. There's a real moment for you right there. Maybe I'll have a quick sip of water. It's actually thundering and lightning out right now, and I can hear it in my office down here, but I'm surprised the dogs haven't come running. That's just a sidebar. Give me a sec. Okay, friends, I'm back. So one of the, um, one of the things that helped me become more courageous was taking a few leaps of faith, knowing that I would have to do this alone, but the best way to do this alone was to bring in the right people to support me throughout my growth. The idea of working for myself was terrifying because there's the factor of money coming in and I can control my own hours this way, but I don't have as much control as my paycheck. However, I have a lot more control than I do if somebody lets me go, right? So what areas of your life would you like to be more courageous? What activities do you enjoy that will make stepping out of your comfort zone more fun? Brainstorm a list over the next week. I would say listen to the Essentially You podcast series first and then pick one area to start because courageous comes with clarity and confidence. So what does it look like to cultivate confidence? Well, as a part of my annual goal setting process, which gets broken down into quarterly milestones, I select a few focus words of the year. My words are always, or have lately, have been curiosity and wonder. And I've always been a bit uncertain about what those words can mean. Like, I know what the definitions are, but how can I implement them into my life? So as I struggle to move forward in my business, in my life, balancing all of the things, I quickly recognize that curiosity and wonder were two qualities that were holding me back from achieving my potential. I would spend so much time in the why. So I made it my focus to become more confident and to step into the future version of myself. What does that mean to me? I'm going to tell you. 
Earlier this year, a reader gave me some feedback and described me as confident. I immediately thought she was mistaken, but as I reflected on her statement, I realized that I was already confident. I just wanted to become more confident. And part of my struggle with confidence was the physical image I had in my mind of what that might seem or what that might seem. And what that meant to me was releasing the negative stories that I believed. Taking my negative Nellie paradigm and letting her go. And for those that aren't familiar with my negative Nellie story, oh, I'm going to have to share that with you one day soon. I believe I talk about it a little bit in the Essentially You um, workshop series, but if you're curious, let me know and I would be pleased to share it with you. Negative Nellie is what I call the chatterbox in my head. And there's a story behind that story. And me showing up and sharing that story with you is exactly what it looks like and feels like to step into confidence. So when it comes to describing the word confidence, how would you describe that? How would you describe somebody who's confident? My first thought would be someone who is bold, brazen, and carries them through with a large presence. They stand up tall, and I'm not tall. They project their voice over everyone. I'm not super loud. I get excited. I talk fast and I smile with my face, but I don't intentionally project my voice over everyone unless I'm speaking in a crowd. And you know, the classic know-it-all, not me again. They're quick to point out their accomplishments and they are the typical self-promoter. Okay, do some of those things. While a confident person might have some of these traits, I think a confident person can be displayed in many other ways. And I'm beginning to notice more leaders with quiet confidence rise to the top. And it was clear that if I wanted to be more confident, more comfortable, more clear, more courageous, then I had to define what confidence means to me. So I reviewed a number of different definitions and I've come up with this. Confidence is something unique we carry within us. It's not a series of specific behaviors. There's no code you need to follow. And as we begin to feel more secure in ourselves and our abilities, our confidence will become visible on the outside in its own special way. As we learn and grow, so will our confidence. There will be nothing that can stand in our way. Amazing, right? How does that sit with you? What's next, my friends? How do you nurture how do you nurture your own courage, clarity, and confidence? Those are like muscles. The more you use them, the stronger they get. Contrary to popular belief, these are not traits, values, behaviors that you're born with. They're skills we're all capable of developing. We can't read, wish, or meditate ourselves into more courage, clarity, or confidence. I wish, right? How amazing would this world be if we could just magically meditate ourselves into those, into those different feelings and states? They all require action and practice. So I've got a couple tips for you here um, as we close off. You're going to love these three different action tips that are going to help you. First thing, three ways to live with more courage, clarity, and confidence. Be decisive. Decide what we really want. 
This can be a very challenging step, which is why I encourage the assessments to help us get started. The norms of our society and our family culture lead us down a path where we're just doing what we're expected to do. It's common for any generation right now to continue down this path, even when it's not a good fit. You know, even people my era, which I'm 49, um, we are still encouraging our children to follow down the path that we're not necessarily following down. Now, I don't care if my children go to post-secondary or not. I want them to be happy and healthy. That is my number one criteria for my kids. I spent so many years not happy at different workplaces or in parts of my life. And it so wasn't worth it at all. You know, what price did I exchange for my happiness? Somebody else's value of me. And that is huge. So do I care if my children go to post-secondary? No, they'll, they'll find their path when they're ready. I'm not forcing them. I'm encouraging them to live their lives how they see fit. But don't correct or don't get me wrong. I have an abundance of post-secondary education. It just isn't your standard university. You know, as an NLP certified life coach, so NLP certificates, life coach certificate, personal training certificate, healthy eating and weight loss coach certificate. Those are amazing. I read 26 books a year. Plus, I read more and more and more every year. So far this year, I'm at 26 books and we are in September, my friends. I so believe in up-leveling and educating your life so you can be confident, but it doesn't have to come in the standard traditional ways. And this is what it means by embracing our true selves. It can be scary because it means some of us must go against the typical expectations of life. This can be challenging Because when we start living life on our own terms, those who feel stuck often rise up and defend their position. Others might protect their fears. So protect them by keeping them to themselves or project them to other people. So if I share where I'm going in my business, but other people don't think I can do it, they're going to project their fears of failure and rejection onto me or people just like me. But I promise that finding the courage to keep going Even when you feel like nobody supports you, no matter what area it is in, it'll be so worth it in the end. Deciding what you want means learning to trust your intuition. In my experience, my instincts are usually spot on. The problem is I don't always listen to them. Like the time I booked a really expensive uh, getaway and couldn't make it. I knew it wasn't going to be good. I really tried to cancel that getaway and I couldn't, but I knew, I knew in my heart it wasn't going to be good. So I just lost the money. That happens. It's okay. To connect with our instincts, we need more moments of quiet. You know how you always have your best ideas in the shower or right after you jump out of bed in the morning, or maybe while you're on a walk and you don't have any tools or resources, we tend to see things more clearly when we turn off distractions. This is becoming increasingly more difficult in this modern world that we're living in, where communication and insights is all around us. And we race to learn, interact, and consume more. As we do that, we often miss the opportunities to simply stop and listen. Stopping to listen doesn't mean you need to spend three months in a monastery or even lock yourself in a quiet room. It just means setting time to disconnect. 
Personally, I like to get up early and before I start my work day, I do journal and I do my reflections, which means I pull some oracle cards and I write down what they mean to me. For some people, it's powering down a couple of hours before bed, which I do as well, or even turning off the radio for the last 20 minutes of your commute if you're driving. Find ways to give yourself the gift of silence each day. When you find something that feels right, write it down and make it a commitment to try for somewhere between 30 to 90 days. So that first step is to be decisive. The next step is to take action. Courage, clarity, confidence all comes from action. You can spend your whole life seeking. You could spend your life savings on books, courses, and spiritual guides. But without action, nothing will materialize. Don't get me wrong. I've spent a lot of time thinking, reflecting, reading, as I mentioned, learning, meditating, journaling. These are all important parts of my personal growth. Figuring out who I am and why I'm here and what's next for me. But it is taking an action that we really come to understand who we are and what we have to offer. So as you start to walk on the way, the way appears. Rumi said that. But let's go to a different reference. Let's pretend that we're part of the Wizard of Oz right now, the show, and we're on that yellow brick road. Once you take that first step on that yellow brick road, the rest of the road appears in front of you. So there may be times when taking action seems overwhelming, and that's called a leap of faith. In these moments, I have to, I have focused too much on the big picture when I find it overwhelming, where I need to slow down and put the baby steps into place. If I pull back and forth at the task in hand, I'm more likely to make progress, right? So sometimes it's like a cha-cha, one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back. That doesn't feel like progress. So let's flip it. Let's do two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. That comes in the power of baby steps. So if you're looking to find clarity about your passion, try one new thing today and slowly build that in to your life over the next coming weeks. So if you've longed for the courage to become a better speaker, commit to doing a Facebook Live over the next 30 days. You don't even need to make them public. If you want to feel more confident, talk to more people today than you did yesterday. If you're in sales and you're looking to up your business, block an hour of time a day to do sales calls and just see where it gets you. And tomorrow, block an hour and 15. As hard as it may seem, Try to let go of worrying about what other people think. For everything you put out there, someone will think it stinks. That's right, they will. They'll be like, oh. But for each person who doesn't love it, 10 more will think it's phenomenal. Truly great work could never please everyone. So focus on the people who love it. Point one, be decisive. Point two, take action. Point three, Love yourself, my friends, and enjoy the journey. On our journey, we must learn how to show ourselves lots of kindness, compassion, grace, and gratitude. When you go after what you really want in life, you're going to be scared. You're going to fall down and you're going to make mistakes. Not only is that okay, it's wonderful. You see, outside of the 
world where we are raised and trained into, we're actually taught that if we don't know the answers within that world, we are taught if we don't know the answers, and this is from a very, very young age when we're in high school or younger, we're taught if we don't know the answers, there's something wrong with us, but that's not how we learn and grow. So you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. And it is wonderful because that is how we learn and grow. The most accomplished amongst us are usually the ones who have made the most mistakes. So celebrate how far you've come. Join my Facebook group. Celebrate everything. That's exactly what we do. We celebrate our wins. We talk about life. We motivate each other. Celebrate how far you've come. Not how far you have left to go. Love yourself. And this one's hard. Learn to love yourself just the way you are. Because you are already enough. And having supportive people by your side is so important. If you don't have supporting people, make sure you're in this community. Make sure you reach out to me and I will be your biggest cheerleader. But we also need to find support within. Until we find support within, we normally lean into others. But it's taking me so many years to learn and imagine that I may have to grow in so many ways But I guarantee you, you would not be listening to this today if I had not learned some self-acceptance along the way. Remember to smile, enjoy the journey, because when you reach your destination, this is the part you'll remember most fondly. Your life that was filled with clarity and courage. Ah, clarity and confidence and courage. There you have it, my friends. Three simple ways to live with more courage, clarity, and confidence. Now it's up to you to take action. Don't try it all at once. Pick one area and the rest will follow. And be sure to like this, follow, make a quick comment to help more more viewers, listeners see this. And what I'm going to do next is I am going to upload the whole Essentially You series It should be uploaded within the week. Um, I'm probably going to just put it all back to back. So it's up here. It's a special edition. And you can enjoy and let me know how it worked for you. Sending you lots of love, my friends. And like always, reach out to me. Say hello. I am here for you to support you. Live your best life.